This is episode number eight and today I'm talking about boundaries and how you can learn to say no without offending people and ultimately have more time to do the things you enjoy. Welcome along to the DressageRiderTraining.com podcast. I'm Nicholas Smith and in each episode I'll bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true potential as a dressage athlete. Are you ready? Let's get into it. I get asked a lot about how I set boundaries, how I say no and how I set them up so I wanted to share in this episode how I do that and why so that you can truly get more of what you want and to be able to thrive more and ultimately be able to spend more time riding. So many of us struggle with this and this is me included until I kind of learned strategies and studied how people, successful people optimize their life and through their habits and their decisions. One of the best things I learned and I still use this every time I'm trying to figure out whether something is a yes or no is using the words, is it a hell yes or a no? So is it something you really want to do or is it just a kind of yes and you're feeling obliged yes and yes you should or is it a firm no? You see, if it's a hell yes, then you can commit to saying yes straight away, you're on the spot. But if it's a vague yes because of other reasons, then give yourself time to make the decision to say yes to that person, to that event, to that thing, and you can simply say something like, I'll get back to you, or let me think about that, or let me check my diary. You see, it can be so easy to say yes to everything, and when you say yes on the spot, you can end up completely overcommitted, exhausted, and stressed, and when it comes around to an opportunity that you actually want to do, and that's actually a big yes, you can't because you're completely overcommitted, and you're most probably overwhelmed, and you have no time to do that, and you're most probably exhausted at the same time. So saying no doesn't make you a bad person. Or does it cut you off from the world? In fact, learning to say no is the complete opposite of this. Setting healthy boundaries allows you to open yourself up to be a shining light, to be able to be your true self and the fullest version of yourself. And the reason why is I want to paint you a picture. Imagine you own an empty block of land in the middle of a busy street. There's no house, no fence, nothing, but lush grass butting up to a pavement with no boundary or markers in in place. Random people walk through and they, they might stop trespassing on your property and maybe they start to use it as a shortcut and they start to drop their trash there, they start to hang out there, they may even let their dog go to the toilet on your beautiful grass. How would this make you feel? You'd probably find yourself getting angry or defensive that these people weren't respecting your property and they had taken advantage of it. You might even become one of those cranky people who yell out to those people on your property, but they haven't even done anything wrong because there was no fences and they didn't know that that property owned, anybody owned that property. And you're yelling out, get off my lawn. Of course though, People should know not to drop their trash and there is something we can do in the first place to make this a lot easier for ourselves is by setting up some boundaries. So imagine now that as the owner of that lovely block of land you instead choose to put up a wooden fence. 
Now this fence is all painted and it's looking stunning. And this lets people know that the land is owned and cared for and that it's yours. And then all of a sudden people start respecting that boundary. They don't randomly trek across your block as a shortcut or toss their litter and they definitely don't let their dog go to the toilet on it anymore. Why is there a change of behaviour? Because you've proactively set up guidelines for them and you now, they now know how to interact with your property. You're not leaving things up to chance. You're setting your boundaries up front, but you're not totally rigid, of course. There's a gate in your fence and you let people that you want through that gate. The postman, your friends and family, or people that you've invited onto your property. Without any hassle, but any unwanted visitors, they stay well clear and they know the boundary and they know whose property that is and they stay on the right side of the fence. Now, this fence analogy is exactly how your personal boundaries work when having your own personal fences in place. It allows you to relax and feel safe and to be true because you have proactively laid guidelines for to be happy and you've laid guidelines of how people interact and treat you. And a lot of this is through example and through how you interact with other people. These boundaries also mean that defensive people don't worry and they don't start to disrespect you because there is a line in the sand and it's very clear about what you allow in and what you don't allow in. It's obvious. Just like a real fence, you can have gates in place too, and so you can allow energy in and out, and you can allow people in and out that you want to come in to your property, and that's the power of boundaries. There is a way to allow people in, but there is also a way to not allow those that you don't want in, or the, or to be able to, the ability when you've got clear boundaries you know what you say yes to and you know what you say no to. And the reason this is important around our riding is that we then have more time. When we have time, we're in control of our day and our choices and we're not constantly saying yes to everything. We then can set aside time to be able to do our riding, to be able to work towards our goals, to be able to achieve what we want to achieve and ultimately we're on the path that we're wanting to get on. But if we're constantly saying yes, you're going to be constantly pulled off path. You're going to be constantly um, frustrated because you don't have the time to do the things that you do, want to do. But we all have 24 hours in a day and it's those hours that you can choose what you say yes to and what you say no to. And so it's important to think about what boundaries you have in place and are you using the philosophy of yes to everything or do you have boundaries where it could be that you start to use if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And by asserting boundaries in place, this is where you start to know where you stand and this is where other people will start to know where you stand as well. So energy can come and go and you can feel safe and relaxed because you're creating an environment that works for you. And when boundaries are in place, others will do the same and they'll expect the boundaries to be respected. And of course, in return, you're doing the same of others. The key is to not take things personally and we all operate on different systems and we all have different emotions, which means we all have different unique boundaries that support and protect us. There's no right way or wrong way here. 
they're simply doing what feels right for you. It's important to remember that we teach others how to treat us. Once you have and you have a clear boundaries clearly established, try and be consistent and don't move the goalpost just because somebody pushes against it. Unless, of course, you have chosen to shift your boundary. You have the right to be firm, but polite, of course. And the reason many people don't like the idea of setting boundaries is because they can't seem to restrict themselves by setting up a bunch of rules. And this couldn't be further from the truth. While boundaries may seem like rules on the surface, it's important to understand they're not as rigid as rules and they're not black and white. They're way more subtle than this and they're really unique to each individual. It's like creating a set of priorities. It's not that they're set in stone. You're in charge of them and they have a meaning that is specific to you. And they not, if they no longer feel true to you, then you can simply change them. My boundaries have changed as I have changed. And I adjust them as I need in accordance to what I am doing at, stage, at different stages of life. And they require fine-tuning. And I believe one of the reasons so many people find boundaries really challenging is because they think that they are set and forget and in stone but they're constantly evolving if you decide and you allow them to be. Also, boundaries aren't just about you, they're about other people too. So being really clear about your own boundaries will not only be able to communicate them clearly to others, can often result in blame or resentment and consequently a closed closing things off or make may break down a relationship and this is why it's important to identify and establish clear and concise boundaries that work for you in your life your routine your goals your ambitions so having these strong boundaries allows you to be the best version of yourself and that is my goal for you to ultimately be able to shine as a writer be the best version because you take care of yourself, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. It allows you to turn up and be the best self. Having strong, clear boundaries is simply about taking care of yourself. Some people, when they realize they have no boundaries in place, can suddenly swing in the opposite direction as well and suddenly create really rigid boundaries for themselves and set up walls that can actually inhibit the the point of it and can inhibit and restrict growth and progress so it's really important to choose your boundaries that are right for you and I'll go into what how you do this and so you can adjust them to so that as you feel you need as well and so as an example I have a variety of different boundaries or strategies I have set up in different areas of my life and I'm going to run through them and Use them to inspire yourself to set your own boundaries or adjust any that you may already have at the moment that, or get rid of ones that you may be using but you want to change. Remember, the boundaries you need to do need to be your own but I just want you to use what I'm about to say as inspiration and just to get an idea of what I mean by boundaries to help get your creative juices flowing but not to necessarily dictate what you should do, be doing because of what I have in place. So my health boundaries are I don't eat when I'm feeling emotional, sad, stressed, overwhelmed as this affects the way in which I absorb and digest my nutrients. Instead, 
I wait until I'm calm, I sit down and I eat in a relaxed nature and I enjoy my food. I consume highest quality produce I can find that's going to nourish my body, not hinder it. I listen to my body and the way food gives me energy or not and this is how I decide which food is right for my body personally. I listen to my body and I give it rest when it needs and I move my body daily. So if you want, take a moment to pause this and write down what your health boundaries could be. So then my work boundaries. I do not have to reply to every message I receive in that exact moment. It's okay to turn my device off. I choose to be available to others when I use social media and when I choose and when I respond to the emails. I have a dedicated time each day for each of these tasks. Your inbox can be a really massive energy sucker and so can social media. It can completely distract your brain and your mind. So having boundaries in place for these things can ultimately help you stay on your task and stay productive throughout your day. My mind boundaries. I fuel my mind with the best mind food. I don't listen to depressing or hardcore music or trash TV. I only listen to music that makes me feel good in my body. Same for TV, films, including social media. It's all programming for my subconscious mind. So I consciously choose what I let into my mind to allow myself to be constantly surrounded with uplifting mind fuel daily. I refuse to allow everyone else, I refuse to follow what everyone else does and I set my own normal into regards to what works for me and what I'm trying to achieve. My relationship boundaries. I consciously choose not to engage in low-grade gossiping or low-grade bitching of others. I try and spend time with people who nourish and support and inspire me. And just remember, you become the average of the people you spend the most time with. So don't, I don't engage with people who drain my energy. I choose not to hang out with negative Nancy or highly critical, rude or mean people. I choose to not engage in other people's drama. I aim to live a drama-free life. If you want to hit pause and you could write down your work boundaries and your relationship boundaries again just using what I've said as an example that you could possibly use to be able to create some that are unique to you. My home boundaries. I keep a minimal style house without clutter. I donate what I don't use any longer and I use only toxic free cleaning products and limit my exposure to chemicals. I open all windows daily and I allow fresh air to flow in. I use diffusers and plants to help detox the air I breathe and I make sure that I leave the bedroom every day made and tidy and I leave the kitchen clear and tidy every evening so I have a fresh start each day in the morning. My time boundaries. I choose when and where I delegate my time. I politely say no thank you to people and events that I don't feel are good in my body or aligned with what I'm trying to achieve or are going to affect how I feel the next day. So take time to pause and write down what your home boundaries could be or your time boundaries. 
You can obviously make up any sort of boundaries that you like that are going to be great for you. But the power in writing it down is it makes it more real and it gives you structure in what you might like to set up for yourself. But they can be completely flexible in accordance to your life, your goals, and again, what you're trying to achieve. So those are just what I would like to share with you. And if it would be a good time now for you to, you know, like push pause if you can on this. And as long as you aren't driving, take some time to write those down. And remember, as the saying goes, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So give yourself time when you get asked to do something. And doesn't mean you have to say no on the spot, but give yourself time when you're asked to an event or asked if you could do something by simply saying can I get back to you or can I check my diary or um, I'll have to ask hubby or just give yourself time to then really think about it and you can head home and you can give yourself space to work out is this something that I want to do or is it a no and I'm just feeling like I should say yes and it is perfectly okay to say no to things we live a very short life and it's yeah you choose how you spend your 24 hours every day so try not to say yes to everything because ultimately when you do it impacts on your time that you have to ride the time that you have to be able to do all the other things that you might like to be able to do and ultimately that then affects you achieving your goals long term so I hope you found that useful and I didn't just ramble along um, if you have any other questions or you'd like me to discuss another topic, please don't hesitate to get in touch and I'll see you on the next show. That's it for this episode. If you found it helpful, make sure you download my free guide at dressageridertraining.com. It will help you get started on your journey to becoming the best rider you can be. If you know others who might like the show, please do share this with them. My goal is to help others enjoy their riding even more by taking care of themselves as much as they do their horses. And finally, if you have time to give this podcast a review, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.